were three weeks into the voyage now, and Dominic said that if matters continued as they were, by which he meant wind and weather, nothing aboard the ship itself, they might expect to reach Cibola in three more. Clarice found herself longing for that landfall. At the beginning of Middle Watch, the ship was as quiet and still as it ever got. Even if most of the crew were asleep, even in the middle of the night, men would be standing watch or sometimes even sleeping upon the deck, where the air was fresher and cooler. Clarice had been surprised, a few days into the voyage, to discover that over eighty souls made their home aboard Assassino. But there were four watches to man, and in foul weather, the whole of the ship's complement might be needed on deck to sail her. Clarice had quickly discovered that Dominic, too, relished these moments of peace and relative privacy. I think this is my favorite time of day, Dominic said. And yet, it is not day at all, Clarice answered lightly. She stood beside him at the wheel, for she sought him out as often as he did her, though there were many things he would not, must not, speak of. She drew solace from his company, and hoped he found the same in hers. Day contains night as well. A philosopher's distinction, Clarice scoffed, and saw Dominic's smile. Clearly he enjoyed this jousting with words. Well, if that was what he wanted, she would give it to him. Certainly she could contribute little else to his welfare and that of the crew. And yet, if I said this were my favorite time of night, that would imply I also had a favorite time of day, he answered. And this is my favorite time of all, day or night. And so you miscall it and hope to escape your just punishment. Dominic laughed. Look around you and tell me I am wrong. It was after midnight, and the waxing moon hung low and golden in the sky before them. The sea was a featureless black plain that stretched all the way to the low horizon but above it, the heavens were brilliant, and the sky was the deepest possible blue. The night air was cool and soft, streaming over her skin with the motion of Assassino's passage through the night. The familiar song of the ship was joined by the hush of water streaming past the hull, and if the ship's lanterns had been extinguished, Clarice might have fancied herself some magical night bird flying through the darkness under her own power. In truth. I cannot, she admitted. Dominic chuckled warmly. We shall make a sailor of you yet, Clarence. It is clear the sea is in your blood, even though you have come to it late indeed. If by late you mean I had never even seen it until six months ago, then you are quite right. I never thought I would find anything to compare with the mountains of home, but this is beautiful. I have never seen a mountain, at least not a proper one, with snow on it. Is your home very far away? Very. For just a moment, Clarice was filled with such a pang of homesickness, it was like a heavy weight in her chest. You must cross both Wallacine and Cislithania before you reach it. As for mountains, the Swan's Crown is the highest peak in all the Barogni Mountains, and is covered with snow all year round. Some people climb it for sport, but that is dangerous, and I've never done it. Swan's Crown, what a wonderful name. It is said that long ago the Swan King had two daughters named Wealth and Victory, who were stolen from him by a wicked sorcerer. He sought all over the world for them, and when he found them, Wealth was a princess, 
and Victory was a scullery maid. He carried the scullery maid off to his kingdom west of the moon, but her twin sister was betrothed and would not leave her kingdom. For love of her, he watched over her and her descendants in a magic lake high in the mountains, and one day he saw that her kingdom was beset by enemy armies. He dared not leave his kingdom again, but Victory came to him and said, Papa, lend me your magic crown, and I will fly to rescue my sister. And he said, I will do so gladly, but if you take it from your head before you return to Swansgard, you must remain in swan form forever. And she promised to remember his words, and took his crown and flew far over the mountains to her sister's realm, where she found her sister and her sister's husband and their three small children. Get upon my back, Victory said, and I will fly you all to safety.